Welcome back to the Football Unfocused Podcast, rated five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's right. We have reviews again. We've gotten a new one, and this one is from Brandon Patton, a good friend of ours here at BV, and he titles it Lavelle's Best Friend, so clearly he likes him more than me. Yes, he does. I'm his best friend, so we know it. All right, let me just read his review. I listen to every podcast, and ever since this has started, my life has been so much better. I wake up every morning excited to listen to an episode of Football Unfocused. Even though the 49ers and Chargers are complete cheeks, you guys are my role models, and hopefully one day I will have a successful podcast like this one day. Hashtag Lavelle can't catch. That is not true, folks. I can catch. but It's up for debate, though. It's, it's up not, for debate. It's, not up it's up for, for debate. debate. It's really not. I can catch. Just had a bad week in practice, but bounce back this week. It's up for debate. Oh, my God. Anyways, as we're recording this podcast on this wonderful Tuesday night, Lavelle has some new threadies, threads he's rocking oh, yes. for this podcast. Lavelle, would you like to explain that? Yes, I would like to explain. After my Chargers are embarrassing me right now, um, I've switched teams until further notice. I'm a 49ers fan because we are undefeated. We we are it's undefeated. It's a new we now. Um, we're undefeated. Um, loved it. So with that, have Wesley talk about the 49ers. And our team now, as our it is team. called. I found this out like four hours ago or so. No, we're done. more like five. It was my last yeah. class of the day. And yeah. we were talking about a trade, which we will get into later. And Lavelle's like, yeah, that's great for our team. And I'm like, wait, our team? He's like, yep, I'm a Niners fan now. And he said the Chargers. And we're like, nah. Not he's, deci- he's decided to come over to the good side, the undefeated side. Just for further notice, until my Chargers get Until they again. pick it up. So Philip Rivers, uh, if you want a fan back, then win, gotta, please win the game, just any game, any all game. the game, the rest of the games, so we can just make the playoffs, win the Super Bowl, and no more Niners fans for the rest of my life. For the rest of his life, he says. Well, I'll, I'll hold him to that. I'll make him a Niners fan. Anyways, again, the Niners still undefeated, 6-0, and 9-0 over the Redskins earlier this week in what has been dubbed by Richard Sherman as the Mud Bowl, as Washington C getting quite a bit of rain over the during the game before, during, and after. Turned the field into a bit of a slip and slide as we saw Jimmy Garoppolo rush for 11 yards. And when he went to slide down to avoid being tackled, he slid for like another four yards on his hip and just kept going. And there was one, he was running out of the pocket. A defensive player for the Redskins chased him down, missed the tackle, and went down on his belly and slid all the way to the sideline with Jimmy Garoppolo still running. So if he would have been a little quicker, he could have still reached out and hit his ankle and pulled him down. Like, imagine just sliding as a defensive player be like, oh, crap, I'm still right here next to this guy. And he just kept going all the way to the sideline. That was one slippery. I seen, what, the Niners? It was like the end of the game, got a sack, and they all celebrated by sliding. It was actually a good picture. It was a great picture. It was Nick Bosa who ended up having five tackles and one sack on that game. He had that that final sack as the clock hit zero in that game. And so he celebrated with a slide on his belly, just kind of put his arms out like, off to his sides like that. And as he was getting up, the rest of the defense came sliding in, either on their sides, also on their stomachs. They were all sliding in as he was getting up. So you just see kind of Nick Bosa doing a push-up on the ground as everyone else is sliding in and posing for the camera. And it really made a good picture. As you can see the water fly yes, up around him. It was him. a good, good picture that um, the Niners probably tweeted out. Uh, yeah, ESPN probably tweeted too. Yeah. They tweeted a lot. There was one of a lineman, face just covered in mud. That was all over Twitter. It was crazy. It was a crazy game. Yeah, but, but again, nine and zero. But nine to zero. That's they should have killed the Redskins. The Redskins. The Redskins. The team that doesn't have a quarterback. To I. Play. 
I give it to the weather. I'm going to blame the weather on this one yeah. as Jimmy Garoppolo, not great, had an interception, didn't throw for a touchdown. No touchdowns were scored at all. That's Broke the Niners' streak. They've had a streak going that they've scored on the first drive in the second half every game, and this is the one that broke it. But our top receiver was Kendrick Bourne. He had three receptions, but he went for 69 yards off those three receptions, which is very nice to see. <laughs> so, And then, again, like I said, both had those game. five tackles and one sack. So very defensive-heavy game in that weather. I mean, Who's mud ever, everywhere. Whoever can kick the most field goals will win that game, man. And we could. We and could. we wouldn't just we just didn't let the Redskins get into the red zone either to be able to kick field goals. Yeah. So, so Robbie Gold, three for four on the day. Hey, at least they won. Six and zero. Six and zero, and we take on the Panthers this Sunday. Shout out to one of my friends back home, Britt Garman, newly Panthers fan. After OBJ got traded to the Browns, she's like, "All right, I'm done with the Giants. I need a new team." And she saw the baby blue uniforms for the Panthers and decided, "I'm going there." Oh God! Big fan of Cam Newton as well. She was, and Christian McCaffrey started. She he was okay. She's like, "Oh, he seems good. We'll go there." Yes, we know. As you're flexing, Christian McCaffrey the is Hulk. jacked. The whole is jacked. But hey, back to my former team. Former team. The Chargers. They lost twenty-three to zero, fumbling on the goal line. Melvin Gordon fumbled on the goal line to win the game. It hurt so bad. But um, Rivers had a good game. Twenty-four for thirty-eight, three hundred twenty-nine yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Also, Eckler seven receptions, one hundred eighteen yards, one touchdown. It was just a very what bad game. We couldn't watch it because we know we can't get our streams anymore, so it's pretty hard to watch it now. We, we have difficulty finding channels, channels to watch channels, channels. the games on is what it is. Because yeah. we're, they always we're play here in the Minnesota, Midwest, so Minnesota. it's usually Vikings or Bears or Packers games but or like America's okay. Game of the Week. That's somewhere close to us. but So we don't get to watch all the L.A. teams. Sometimes we don't get to watch San Fran, so we have to watch them. We just have to watch like the live updates, and so, that's yeah. how I usually get by. But nine and zero wasn't very exciting, so I'm not too worried about missing that game. But we'll move on to our other games: Packers versus Raiders. Big blowout by the Packers, forty-two to twenty-four. Granted, a lot of these games are blowouts. This is just the one we decided to talk about because Aaron Rodgers having himself a day: twenty-five for thirty-one, four hundred twenty-nine yards, five touchdowns. And two carries for six yards and a touchdown. And he threw a touchdown to five different receivers. So none of them were to the same one. It was and a good game by Aaron Rodgers. He tore the Raiders' defense up. Raiders also had a good game. Carr what, tw- throwing for 22 or 28, 293 yards, two touchdowns, interception. So they weren't. They just couldn't keep up with right. Rodgers, Rodgers throwing And dots. Aaron Rodgers has thrown has gone for four touchdowns in the last five games. Mm-hmm. And so he has had more, he had more touchdowns today, that one day than he had in the past four games, That's which is crazy. crazy. But he's been handing off to Aaron Jones a lot. Aaron Jones had himself a week last week. It was so. two weeks ago. Was last, it two weeks yeah, ago? last week they just had a, what, Kenny Galladay? Or it was the it was new receivers that stepped up last yes, week. Yes, it was. And the kicker, Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby, of course, winning against the Lions. So, yeah. Today was a different Aaron's day. It wasn't Jones. It was Rodgers this time. Yeah. And again, this was really a week of blowouts. We couldn't really decide on a game to talk about because none of them were interesting. None of them were even close. They were all just basic blowouts. Like, only close game was literally the Chargers game. 
and, and that one was just kind of that's yeah, it really iffy. That's that, that was really it and we're like oh we're already going to talk about that because that's Lavelle's former team <laughs> so that's kind of the stuff that goes into playing in these podcasts we but, get we got to find te- games that are good like we could have talked Patriots Jets but that was a blowout 33 to 0 Blowout. Did you see Bill Belichick smile though? Yeah. That was cute. Smile. That was very cute. Bill he Belichick. Said, That's cute. He tried oh to God. get two penalties on him so he would give his punter more room as he's up 33 to 0. And, and the decline. Jets declined each one. First it was delay of game and they declined it. And then he got tried to get an offsides and they declined it. And they cut over to Adam Gaze on the Jets sideline, their head coach. And he just looks a little annoyed, ticked off a little bit. And then they cut to Bill Belichick, and he's just trying not to smile. Like, you used to get him a little, you get him smirking a little bit, but he's trying so hard to hide it and stay, keep that serious face that we all know and love. And it, it was funny. I really it was appreci- funny. It's really appreciate anytime you see Bill Belichick smile because he rarely does it's it. It's rare. It's rare. So it's when like, you get to see it, it's, it's like seeing a four leaf clover or a double rainbow. Yeah. Like it's one of those things that. You see that? You got to retweet. Maybe go to the lottery for seven go years. Go buy of a lottery ticket. Yeah, that's one of those things. Bill Belichick smiles, retweet seven years of good luck. So if you see him on Twitter somewhere, you better retweet that. You might. Yeah. You want that seven years of good luck. And with that, we have Lamar. So couldn't find any games to talk about. Right. Exactly. So, so we we did so people. We did we, people. To so talk Lamar about. Jackson has as many rushing yards than eight teams. As, me, as many or more rushing yards yeah. than eight teams in the NFL. That's crazy. And those teams include the Chiefs. The Chargers. Your former team. The, the Falcons, Falcons. Steelers, Bears, Jets, Dolphins, and Bengals. Okay, we can expect Dolphins, Jets, Bengals. Those ones are We expect the Jets with Le'Veon Bell? He That's hasn't been crazy. doing. He hasn't been doing great, though. He doesn't have anybody to run behind. Yeah, he has no line. His O-line isn't great. They're one in... Six right now, one five. Yeah, I believe because they have not had a bye. Week. They have a bye week this week, I think. No, man, we're bad at bye weeks. I tell you what, don't know bye weeks, but hey, we find out when we're trying to start our, our fantasy, fantasy players. Yeah, yeah like, that's oh, when we find playing. out bye weeks because the Ravens are on a bye this week. Yeah, and my matchup's looking pretty good, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later in the podcast. Yeah, Stay tuned for that. And and we had a lot of trades, as if you would have seen the today. podcast Twitter. The trades we talked about trades, trades, and more trades. All this and more in the, tonight's podcast. I did tweet that from there. And first up for our team, the 49ers. Yeah. It's, it feels good to say our team. Honestly, oh, it really? feels really yeah. good to have someone else that likes the Niners because everyone here, all of our friends, are, are Vikings fans. Vikings fans. Hayden's a bit of a Hayden's. A he's Rams. a Rams, but not like a diehard then Rams. A then we got Broncos, Broncos, and the Charge, and then a Seattle. I guess I don't Seattle. Know. We don't know. Air quotes. We air quotes. Know. But and then our there team. was me with my Niners, and now I have Lavelle. And our team is doing really well right now, and I love it. As we have just traded for Emmanuel Sanders in a fifth-round pick. Emmanuel Sanders, a wide receiver out of Denver. So he went to sleep on a team that's 1-6, woke up 6-0. and <laughs> And he's not the only receiver to do that. As Mohamed Sanu from the Falcons, their receiver, the greatest passer ever, 158 QB passer rating. Has one incompletion, I believe, two touchdowns, five touchdowns. Really? It I might be only one touchdown. I know he thrown to Julio for a touchdown. Yeah, that might be his one touchdown, but one of the best pass ratings in NFL history Jeez. from Mohamed Sanu. And he's going to the Patriots. The Patriots of all places. They don't need another one. They get Bill Belichick gets done beating the Jets 33-0. He's like, um, I need And a couple one. hours later, he's like, hey, Falcons, you want to make a trade real quick before I go to bed? Yeah. And... 
He does, and he gets Mohamed Sanu. They're like, who can you offer me? And you're like, Mohamed Sanu? Yeah, we'll take him. We don't need him. We'll take him, though. And that does not mean good things for Josh Gordon, I'm afraid, as he hasn't been used very well, and Sanu will probably get more snaps than he will. Sadly, Josh but. Gordon? We'll see, though. Know. That's what Maybe. I've heard on but over the lines. You know, they're not so overly selfish on the Patriots, so they probably don't care. They just want to win Super Bowls. Yeah, that's how so, they usually go. Hey. But the crazy thing about these last receivers, before we get into the last trade, Emmanuel Sanders and Mohamed Sanu. Emmanuel Sanders, again, they both woke up on that 1-6 team, going to an undefeated team. I think the Broncos were 2-something. No, because I believe they've only beaten the Chargers. Uh, they beat the team. I think they beat the Titans. They beat the Titans. Didn't you guys play the Titans? No, the last week. Last uh, week they beat the Titans. Oh, yes, they did. They are so, two-something. Two. But both garbage fires, anyways. <laughs> both teams garbage fires. Manuel Sanders, number 10 with the Broncos, going over to the Niners. Number 10 is already taken by the quarterback, Jimmy G, so he'll have to change numbers. And then for Sanu, he was number 12. His, the new team he's going to, their quarterback, I don't know if you've heard of him, Tom Brady, has the number twelve, Who's that? so he'll have to trade his. He'll have to change his numbers as well, which is kind of crazy. They're both w- waking up to undefeated teams. They both have to have their numbers changed because both of their numbers are taken by the respective teams' quarterbacks. That's crazy. That's a wild coincidence. It's mind blowing. And both those quarterbacks used to be on the same team. Because, mm. as some people may not know, Jimmy Garoppolo was Tom Brady's backup over in New England. When we had the whole deflate gate problem, when Tom Brady had to sit out those games, Jimmy G started those games for the Patriots and didn't lose any of them. Because he got hurt. (laughs) He did get hurt in the second game, and then Jacoby Brissett came back in the other two and then lost one, and then he won one. And then, so Jimmy G, 14-2 and as a starter. Mm. So very good. But he hasn't, like, Franchise QB, that's all I'm saying. He hasn't thrown. Hey, hey. This is our quarterback. It's our quarterback. We I don't can, talk about him like that. I can criticize him a little bit. All right, maybe a little bit. Go like, ahead. Like he hasn't thrown like for like a four hundred yards like Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he has a game like Aaron that. Aaron Rodgers has been in the league but, longer. He's got more time but, to develop his skill. To be a franchise quarterback, you got to be able to do that. He is and able he to do that. He hasn't showed him. He hasn't shown it yet, but I believe he is able to. Okay, we'll see. Now that he's got Emmanuel Sanders, take the pressure off Kittle. This is a challenge for Jimmy Garoppolo to get over at least 300 passing yards and two touchdowns. In one game? In one game. Play the Panthers this week. Could be possible. Could Could be a close game. Could be a close game. They could get their first shot. Former 49er safety Eric Reed is still on the Panthers, I believe. So that's a bit of a iffy revenge game there as Eric Reed left the Niners in some... Bad terms. Ta- terms, yeah. Terms. So with that whole Kaepernick deal, he was a part of that and just out the door. So, and we do have one more trade since we've gone a little off topic. Garen Conley went to the Texans from the Raiders. Normally he's a cornerback for the Raiders, but normally this, he hasn't much of a big household name. As I even mentioned this to Lavelle, Lavelle had never heard of him. The all. crazy thing is why we put this on here is Conley was a first-round draft pick Number 24 overall, but this was in 2017 is when he was drafted. So it's been two years since he was drafted, and he's already being traded away. It's not that bad, but it's I still never pretty even heard crazy. Of has he played? He has been playing. He's. Oh. I'm pretty sure he's their starter. Okay, okay. Then I'm. But against the Raiders. Big. Yeah, it's so just I mean, to the Raiders. It don't matter. A lot yeah. of people don't hear of a lot of Raiders players unless they're Raiders fans. Yeah. So. Like, if I was to name. 
Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Josh, Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs is amazing. Those are the three Raiders players I know. Yeah, that's only. I only Those know are the only ones. Derek Carr and Josh and Tyrell Williams. He's Tyrell Williams. All right, he's playing for the Chargers. Four now. Because he is out now. With, with an injury, that, we are moving over our NFL segment. Yeah, and we got we to gotta move on, folks. Transition we love to the our NFL, but college football segment. We got to talk college. Starting with Iowa? I can start with Iowa. Iowa, ranked number 20, took on Purdue this weekend. We got our updates while we were at our game. So that was nice to see. We were winning most of it every time I saw it, which I was very happy about. They win that one 26-20. Nate Stanley, 23 for 33, 260 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. Surprising for that many passing yards. Yeah. But McKee Sargent, 13 carries for 68 yards, one touchdown. The freshman Tyler Goodson also had a rushing touchdown to go along with that. And Brandon Smith, no touchdowns, but nine receptions for 106 yards. So a big target there for Nate Stanley out of him. And for Purdue, their top performers are QB, 30 for 50, 327 yards passing, Two touchdowns, one interception. So Jack Plummer is his name. Took that offense on his shoulders there for Purdue. He did. The Boilermakers. 50, 50 passing 15 attempts. 15 passing attempts. That's a lot. Like, your arm has to wake up the next morning dead. Absolutely. That's he's He completed about, that is, 60% of passes. 60 Because he was 30 for 50. That's pretty good. And he had two touchdowns and 327 yards. Jeez. You know who else threw for about that many yards? Philip Rivers. Oh. He threw for 329. Yeah. Not nearly as many pass attempts, but like 38 pass attempts, but it's in the NFL though. That is true. So tougher defense. Exactly. So that's the crazy thing too. So Yeah. And then some news out of Iowa as well this earlier today. Oliver Martin, the transfer out of Michigan, is going to be starting to get some more snaps this week. And throughout the weeks as they had an injury uh from Smith Marset, I believe, or Brandon Smith himself. It was one of the two, I believe, is has an injury. So Oliver Martin had a big deal when he transferred here to Iowa back to his home state as he's formerly from Coralville, Iowa. Had a big deal, was not sure if he was going to get to play. It was able to play right away. Hasn't been getting many snaps, but he's looking to get more with that injury, so it'll be nice to see some production out of him as he had an okay year over at Michigan. And then what we can that? talk about... BVU Central. BVU. Take on the Central Dutch. Oh, it was a good game. Like, our defense was playing well, got multiple stops. Offense was, they were playing well, but weren't playing, like, the best. But we had some great plays, great offensive showouts from Reyes Laura, 16 for 28, 220 yards, a touchdown, two picks. Also, Dylan Laughlin, 11 for 22, 146 yards, and one touchdown. And... Two receivers, one freshman standout. Two receivers went off. Everyone knows Eric Pacheco, one of the all-conference receivers. Top receivers. Top receivers in, in our the conference. American Rivers Conference. Maybe the nation. but Maybe the nation. Bold statement but, by Lavelle Harris. Hey, he's really good. and But he had a great game. Eight receptions, 87 yards, a touchdown. And by our freshman standout, Isaiah Morones. Good friend of ours. Great friend of ours. Got hurt. He probably would have had way more yards if he didn't get hurt. But and he, he got did hurt. have that stiff arm on the sidelines. Got so that hurt. Was beautiful. Three receptions, 90 yards, and a touchdown. And those three receptions were big body catches. And they he had the one. He, stiff, he had a guy, a uh, cornerback on him, and he had the stiff arm on the helmet. 
and he carried that boy for like for 15 yards. It was crazy. 15 yards after catch, after contact, but and just stiff-armed him the whole way. It was a great Went out game. of bounds. Didn't great wasn't tackle. It was a great it game. It was a good game. We were in it till the end. They Like, it doesn't say, we're, it doesn't show, but we had chances down by 10. Just trying to get a stop. Couldn't couldn't get the stop, but and we're improving. Like, young team. Little by little. Take on Loris next week in Dubuque, Iowa. Going to be fun. It'll be a good one as the leading rusher for Loris is actually their quarterback. And so very interesting to see. A little bit Lamar, Jask, Lamar Jackson-esque type team going on there. So it'll be interesting to see. And, if again, BVU losing to Central in that one, 44-27. So... Bit Hopefully of a close this one week to... we get a dub, bounce back from yeah. the hell. We can uh, back. But I think we can. We definitely can. We're bounce back. Good practice today. It was late night practice. Late night practice. Good. Came practice. straight from it to here. So yeah. Okay, we showered first. Don't worry, people. We're not smelling up. We're not stinking up the studio. Never, never. We smell amazing. But with that, we talking about upsets. Of, Our, the one of big the upset week is Wisconsin versus Illinois. Illinois. Illinois, yes. I like to say Illinois, but those Cali boys. I tell you what, Wisconsin was going into the game number six in in the nation, but they ended up losing to Illinois, twenty four to twenty three. It's kicking a field goal as time expires. Some stats from that game: Brandon Peters for Illinois, nine for twenty one, one hundred seventy four yards, two touchdowns. The one of the touchdowns going to Reggie Corbin, seventeen. Or no, Reggie Corbin had a rushing touchdown. 17 carries, 83 yards, one touchdown. One of those touchdowns going to Donnie Navarro, one reception, 48 yards for a touchdown. And Josh Immortorhebe, he he had two receptions, 42 yards, and one touchdown. That was a good upset by Illinois. And Wisconsin now ranked number 16 in overall. Excuse me, number 14, actually, in overall now, going into week eight of college football. And so... They were looking strong for a top four spot for the college football playoff, but now then, with that I mean, L, I don't think they're even going to probably not even come. And close. we had some insider information from one of our Wisconsin fans here, the Daniel Meisner, host of the Score Check here on KBVU, says he what he saw in that game was that the only person that showed up to play Illinois was the Heisman possibility candidate Jonathan Taylor. But Jonathan Taylor did fumble in that game, so. But I mean. He fumbles. People fumble. People make mistakes. And he said if they would have showed up to play and didn't think they had to try, they probably could have won that one. But he just said it was the mindset is what held him back. So we'll take his word for it. We didn't get to watch the game. He was able to. He's a big Wisconsin fan. Takes them very seriously. Wisconsin, Green Bay fan. Wisconsin all-around fan. So So we'll take his word on it. He knows. And then. Just know they lost, though. Yes, they did lose. And one of the things, not many things really happened in college football this week that we really were noticeable of. The one other thing that I noticed that happened in college football, there was a fake punt return, fake, excuse me, fake punt, where the punter, they tried to do like a screen pass, but defense read it perfectly. And the punter goes up for a bit of a fadeaway shot with the football and just arcs it over this lineman right into the arms of a defensive back who was just in front of the guy. And I believe it was almost taken back for a pick six. Oh I think God. it might have been a pick six, actually. Hunters. And then the Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma, their schooner spooner. It's that a little thing. covered wagon. They pull it out for horses when it's t- for their touchdown celebration. 
They pulled it out over the during the game. They get a touchdown. They pull it out, and the horses take too sharp a turn too fast, and they tip the whole wagon over, and the horses go off by themselves. And the guys just and there was a girl and a guy part of the crew for it up in the top, and some of the commentary by some of the broadcasters were talking about how the girl, the guy kind of just fell out. The girl got a nice tuck and roll in, and they were complimenting on her how athletic that was for her to hit that roll off the top of the wagon because she was on the far side yeah. that was the higher upside. So the guy fell immediately to the ground. He's okay. But she came down farther and was able to roll like that. So they got some saved good her, commentary out of that. Saved yourself from an injury? Hey, you got to make athletic plays like that sometimes. Sometimes those, you got to be an athlete. And absolutely. Easy as that. And I've made a tuck and roll like that once in my life. It's been a couple of years. I believe I was over, I was like a middle schooler, and I was on one of those Razor scooters. And I was rolling along on my grandparents' concrete, and I hit, like, a crack. So the front of that Razor scooter, you know, the handlebars go off, and it just goes sideways, and I just fall forward, and I hit a tuck and roll, and I stand back up like, whoa. Oh, and you felt? I felt How, cool. Felt I like felt Spider-Man. so like cool. Spider-Man. Absolutely, because I just rolled. I didn't even think about it. I just kind of rolled with it, and I stood back up. I'm like, wait, did I just do that? Did it There's, hurt? No, I felt great. Felt great. I just stood back up. I'm like, oh, you I'm might not be, even hurt. You might be Spider-Man. I might be know. Spider-Man. It's been a couple of years. I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> might have to take, whip out the old Razor scooter, see if I could crash it on purpose and hit the tuck and roll again. And while we're going off. Hey, it was talking the, about the tuck and roll. Off the football and focus, we're, fo- we're unfocused. Hey, that's the point of this thing. And we're going to move on to fantasy. Fantasy what? football. I, guys, you know how I've been struggling. He's been struggling very hard. Seven weeks, and it's seven been weeks. tough. It has been tough for tough. a while. I called out my freaking team. I'm what sorry. Was that, week three, I think you called them out. Week Maybe three, even week, week two. two. I called them out, said they got to step up, didn't step up. But this week, I got carried. You got, they two, stepped up this week. By two of my players. Oh, they all both went for 43 points. Aaron Rodgers, we talked about him earlier. Those touchdowns. His stats were crazy. He had 43.76 points. As in PPR leagues, not the standard leagues, yeah. points per reception. But also, who cared me? Marvin Jones. Four touchdowns, three in the first half, 43.30 points. I love it. I, I love you guys. I just for real. like that, though. The thing, it's crazy that Marvin Jones had four touchdowns in one game, but that means they didn't throw the ball to TJ Hawkinson. Or Galladay. I also had Galladay, and he did not do as better as much as Marvin Jones. But I needed TJ Hawkinson. I love them both. It's um, TJ Hawkinson. He, he was wide open on he a touchdown. He doesn't need touchdowns. He was Marvin Jones and Gallaudet need to get my touchdowns and get my points. So TJ Hawkinson was in less coverage. There was less coverage on him than Marvin Jones. And Matthew Stafford's like, nah, Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones, here's another one. He's hot. He was hot. It's Unbelievable. Okay. I blew my it. mind. We're, we won. We're 2-5 and five now, guys. We're coming up, coming for that playoff spot. Like and the Chargers. Um... But I'm a Niners fan for this week. Yeah. Ooh, go Niners. And my fantasy team, still doing very well. We are 4-2 and two so far. Wait, 5-2, and two, excuse me. Mm. Looking very well. Ranked number two after a very close win. I didn't think I was going to win this one as I was going into the Jet. I was on Sunday. Kyler Murray, no one had really over 10 points. No one had really hit double digits. Kyler Murray wasn't in double digits. TJ Hawkinson wasn't in double digits. Larry Fitzgerald wasn't in double digits. Austin Eckler did okay. He got that touchdown, so bumped him up. Yeah. Felt good. Felt good. I'm going into the next game, and it's Jets-Patriots. I'm up by, like, 15. I was nervous at first because he was up for a while, and then finally I made my way back up. But down, up by 15, all I have is the Patriots' defense. 
and we know and what the they Jets do. had Levy and he had Le'Veon Bell. So it was either Le'Veon Bell goes off or Patriots you defense. Win. Go, yeah, or because they start I, with ten points either way. Exactly. So they but start I mean, they with 10, have, like and something bad happen. They I don't got know. like what four picks? They got I believe two fumble recoveries, four picks. Yes. Oh my! No God. points allowed. And with and that, I won that game. You won. And now this week, you don't take on a very good person, but I take on the ranked number one coach B. member of our league, our linebackers coach here at BV, Coach Trevor Burniking. Having it'd be nice to play as him. His I projected team to win is by not t- that good. It's just, it is really good. It's a low key, very good. It's like my team looks a hundred percent better on paper, and then they just don't perform. And his team does not look like mine. My team is amazing. It's good, but, but we, he's got a quarterback it. problem. I'm projected to win by twenty. Yeah, he doesn't. He have has a Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. How anyone got him? Let him get away with that? I have no idea. One of us. But yeah, one of us apparently did. But. Lamar Jackson, bye week as we talked about earlier, and Patrick Mahomes on that injury. Three weeks. So he is so out. So two more weeks. So he's out but for two more weeks. So he has no quarterback right now. Maybe Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's my fear right now. Kirk. That is my but fear. He's going to Kirk, Kirk Cousins. You don't know what Kirk Cousins is going to come with. But you don't know Kirk Cousins is actually my start for this week, as I usually do my starts. Kirk Cousins is thrown for four touchdowns in the last two games in a row. And he faces the Redskins, who are Niners beat 9-0. to But the Redskins have allowed 14 passing touchdowns to their opponents and only five rushing. So a little offset there for as bad as their team has been. They haven't allowed many rushing touchdowns, only the passing. So what I'm saying is expect Dalvin Cook to be able to rush all the way down into the red zone, and then they'll slow him down once he gets there, and then Kirk Cousins just lob it up to Stephon Diggs who's on my team, I will appreciate that because Adam Thielen is out with an injury this week, I believe. Mm. I believe he's not coming back for this week. He's tending tending to his injury, but we'll see. Ankle injury? It was a weird... hamstring. I think it was a hamstring. It was a weird thing after his touchdown. He just slid into the wall and was like, ah, I'm hurt, I'm limping off, that kind of thing. It was a weird deal. It was a really weird deal The Redskins defense played very well against your your team. Our team. team. It is our team now. My fault. Our team, the 49ers. But, but again, the rain know. game, home yeah. home field advantage, that kind of Do thing. Do they go to Redskins? They go to Washington, or they come? No, there? I believe they are in Minneapolis. Ooh. I will have to take a look at that one though. So that's interesting though. I it don't is. know if because it could be because if it's in again, if it's in Minneapolis, oh, it's inside. It's inside, but they're gonna have a problem. I will say that for a fact, and it is in Minneapolis. Ooh. So, that is a huge, huge home field advantage for the Vikings. No wins. As their fans will show out, as they always do in Minneapolis. Again, it's indoor stadium. They won't have the weather to deal with, which will be nice for them, though. Because they had to deal with that rain game last week. They'll be like, oh, we played well in that rain game. Wait for us to show up when there's no weather at all. And get blown out. But we don't know yet. We don't know that for sure. Your sit for this week? My sit for this week. Tyler Boyd, wide receiver for the Bengals. Uh, he's going against the Rams, and they're newly traded for cornerback in Jalen Ramsey, formerly on the Jaguars. And A.J. Green still out with an injury, not supposed to come back until after the trade deadline, which would be October 29th. So that would be after this week. After this week. So Boyd is basically their major receiver here for the Bengals, and Andy Dalton's been making him one of his main targets. 
So expect heavy coverage on him from Ramsey and being able to shut him down pretty well, I would say, since Ramsey's been doing fairly well against Ramsey's a He did pretty good against He got burnt by Julio once last week against the Rams. And, of course, they posted on everywhere because Julio burnt Ramsey after getting traded. But how much? what did Julio do in that game? Nothing. They got Not much. So... And then they made somebody made fun of the Falcons. Uh, They talked about how their best. It was Calvin Ridley. Someone tweeted. It was a picture of him. It was a video of him crack blocking one of the Rams players. And the Falcons tweeted that out. And someone said, "Man, your season must really suck if the biggest highlight you have is someone crack crack blocking." (laughs) Their season's going downhill. And Matt Ryan was out for an injury as well, so that was rough for them. Just all around rough. Devonta Freeman. Getting in a fight with yeah. Aaron Donald of Yachty all people. Jacked Why would you fight Aaron Donald? He's literally the this man is man huge. He's massive, and you know what this guy does to him? He lifts Devonta Freeman off the ground. <laughs> he lifts this dude up, just and up off the ground. What is he doing? He's on my team. This is why he got what three points. I think he got three points because he got he got booted. Kicked. He and got I'm booted. Like, I'm like, what's happening to Devonta Freeman? Like. He was out of the game. He's not getting nothing, and I did not know he got out, and now I do. And one of our players, Marquise Goodwin, he actually saw the tweet. He quoted the tweet and said, AD, if you ever pick me up like this, I'm suing you. (laughs) And with a bunch of laughing emojis, as like good buddies do. And so that would be because he's – Marquise Goodwin's a pretty small guy. He's a pretty skinny guy, long jump Olympic medalist, speed demon as well. So fast. He's speed. We have a lot of speed on our team. Matt Breida. Marquise Goodwin. Emmanuel Sanders now. Emmanuel Sanders now. Jimmy Garoppolo. George Jimmy Garoppolo. Kittle. He's got some speed on George him. George Kittle. George Kittle. Tavon Coleman. Stone cold. Stone cold kid. Matt Breida. Oh Just imagine God. if we had Jarek McKinnon still. Sheesh. If we still had Jarek McKinnon. Oh, that would make me so happy. But he's suffered some injuries. He'll come so back. So I don't know if he's coming back this year. I think he might. It might be postseason. Maybe he can come back. Probably if not, he year. might Probably next be year. out for the year, I believe, because he re-injured that hamstring ACL thing he had going on last year. So it was rough for him to see. And we'll get some new receivers back. Jalen Hurd will come back. We'll have a lot of big receivers, big bodies for sure. The guys that look like Isaiah Moronis for BV. So it'll be nice to have them back as well. And before we wrap this up, there was a thing I saw on NFL on Snapchat, actually, that I know you're a huge basketball fan. I wanted to ask you about. They were comparing... Some NBA players to NFL players and like their twins. So I was wondering what you would think about that. As I'm going to name some of these basketball players, I kind of want you to think of a player you would, as they mentioned, who would you would uh, compare them to. Okay. Okay. Vince Carter for the Atlanta Hawks. Vince Carter. Yeah. Who would you compare him to in Um, the league? In the NFL. Like one or two reasons why. Um. Probably. Um, Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward, why? Yeah, because he plays defense like Vince Carter, and he has never won a Super Bowl. You want to know who or NFL championship? Want to know who NFL compared him to? What? Adam Vinatieri. Their what? two reasons were oldest players in their respective sports okay. and future Hall of Famers. Those okay. were their two reasons. Well, I would not Adam Vinatieri because Adam Vinatieri won the Super Bowl. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So he's kind of like, ooh, probably Aaron Donald. Cause Aaron he's, Donald. He's like, interesting. Because like he's changing the game with his size and his ability to do stuff. Gian- Giannis is like a freak. He's a 
He's a Greek freak. He is freak a Greek of freak. Freak of nature, just like Aaron Donald. You have to triple team Aaron Donald. You probably have to triple team Giannis. Can't leave him one-on-one. So. And I would have said that too. Guess who NFL says? Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is who they say. And their reason is freakish physical phenoms. That's, like That's the Donald. one reason they gave. Which is kind of crazy. Is they only gave him one reason. but Okay, Steph Curry. Okay, I saw the thing. They said Patrick Mahomes. And I'm thinking definitely Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I agree with that one. That one was I, the one like, oh, yeah, I like, definitely agree. Like, some people will call them overrated. And then some people will call them, like, the best player to ever, like, step foot on the thing. And they're, like, game changers. And they're each perspective sports. Dang. Like, I, I can see this in my mind. It's crazy. They NFL said historic scoring ability and sons of pro athletes. Oh, that's dumb. They only gave two reasons. All right. I don't know if you saw this one. Russell Westbrook, now on the Rockets, by the way. Yeah, he's on the so Rockets. So they're going with the new versions yeah. of them. So Russell Westbrook, who do you who does he remind you of? Okay. So he's like kind of like he's not like a diva, but he knows how to dress. And someone I've seen a little something. They said Odell, huh? Yes, they did. They said Odell. I think it'll be Odell too cuz they're kind of like they both like have fashion. That's one of the reasons NFL gave as well, fashionistas. Like, they're both, like, divas, little divas. Like, they both want to win so hard. And they just want to win at all costs and will do anything to win at all costs. And that's the second one they gave, facing big expectations in new settings. Yeah. And I don't know if you – if you have you seen the whole thing then? No, I haven't. Only LeBron seen. James. Oh, LeBron James. Oh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Interesting. Because <laughs> they call him the GOAT is the one. Yeah. And probably – Really, like, the big brother of the league. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember when Juju was trying to recruit LeBron James yeah. to be a tight end. For the Steelers? That would be crazy. And LeBron he, James would be a really LeBron good tight end. LeBron said he'll be a tight end for the Browns because he was playing in Cleveland at the time. Yeah, that'd yeah. be crazy. He'd be a really good tight end. He's But NFL so compared him to not Tom Brady, but another very good quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Oh! They said arguably the most talented in their respective sports. Okay. Arguably. Arguably. And the other one was, can they win another ring? Of course. Oh, LeBron can because he's with the Lakers. And, oh. Um, we're trying to go watch that game. We are trying to go watch that game soon once we're done with this podcast. How many more of these do we want to do? We, okay. we got a couple we, we more. We need two more. Two more? Yeah, two more. All right. Who is this one? I want to make sure. Okay. Draymond Green. Oh. Um. Ndamukong too, because interesting. I like that because Draymond Green is known for kicking like, people in their nuts. He kicked LeBron in his nuts. Oh, I remember that. That and was kind of And has got ejected for kicking people in their nuts. So that's I like I didn't know that really. Yeah. So that's like a good reason. They're both very physical players. Both really want to win and will do anything to win. So one of the those that's definitely that's interesting i really like that and nfl actually said jalen ramsey what yeah that was great because they were both polarizing figures and elite defensive specialists okay i can see that yeah you can see it once like you explain it but i feel like he's more in a dominican suit i do like that though i do like your thing and for our final one Kawhi leonard oh oh, dang see i'll say Kawhi leonard is like jalen ramsey because um they're both Physically, can st- defensively just shut down anybody, and they're freakish. Like, so like, Kawhi has huge hands. Jalen Ramsey's probably has huge hands. Probably freaking age. Work. They both work on technique a lot. 
So and I love how you brought up the huge hands because that's one of the re- that's one of the things that NFL brought up when comparing him to Julio Jones. Oh. They they're both Wait, quiet superstars, and they both have gigantic hands. Oh. Their hands are the same size. Really. Julio Jones has the same size hand as Kawhi Leonard. Oh, that's crazy. That's why this one was so interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, actually. Because their hands, guess how long their hands are, how wide their hands are. They're like, well, long. This is what it gives me. It gives me long, in inches. Like 42. 42 inches. Yeah. 42 inches. Wait, did I get it? Think about that math. Wait, 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 wait. There are 12 inches in a foot. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay, try this again. Okay, okay, okay. Math is hard, folks. 24. Do you think their hands are two feet long? Yeah. Is that is it longer? Two feet long. Bro. No, their hands are 9.75 inches. Uh-oh. Two oh. Two feet? I think it would be two feet. What's are you thinking from, like, pinky to Yeah, like, thumb? pinky to thumb? Or I don't is it know. Like I don't know how they're measuring, like, long. I would is think maybe from, like... long this way or long this way? That's what I don't know. I think it might be, like... I think it might be pinky to thumb. Because two feet, though, that's insane. This to this. Why would you think it was two feet that way? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Two don't know. feet. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Okay, Some other guys, comparisons they had. horizontal yeah. to vertical. That's what we're talking about. Oh, right yeah, now. yeah. They can't <laughs> see the motions we're doing with hands. I forget that. We're thinking from the top of your middle finger down to your wrist, or when you spread your fingers out from the tip of your pinky across to the tip of your thumb. Those are the two things we're talking about right now. Mm. And some other players they... Uh, Compared were Lamar Jackson and James Harden for, like, they're juking you out of your shoes. Let's see that. Yeah, and Vince Carter, Adam Vinatieri. They had uh, John Wall, Cam Newton. Yeah, because they're injuries. Injuries. Exactly. They, they both had, get injured, and they're both, like, they're, like, superstars in their thing. but they When they're healthy, but yeah. they're both battling injury. Yeah. And they had Christian McCaffrey and Damian Lillard. Oh, I could see that, too. That was oh an interesting God. one. Oh, my God, because they're, like... They're like both like superstars of their team now, but they're like don't get enough credit. Exactly. That's I believe that was their exact reasons as well from NFL.com. Let me find it once again. Here we go. Largely underrated until recently, like you said, and offensive Swiss knives. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, phew. you can use them in any way, shape, anyway. or form. Yeah, those were the comparisons I saw that this morning. I'm like, oh, that'll be pretty interesting because I know you're oh. a big NBA fan. I'm not much NBA, of an NBA. I'm a big NBA NFL guy. Like those are the two. Like, guys I'm not I much of an them. NBA fan. Like I know what happens in the NBA. Yeah. I don't watch games though. I'll watch. Like I watch highlights. I probably watch like 30 games out the season. Then I'll watch all the playoffs. Like playoffs, whoever, I do watch. Whoever is whoever is playing. Like I don't just watch my team. Like my team didn't make it last year, and I just watched the whole playoffs. And would you like to explain to the listeners who your team is for NBA? The Los Angeles Lakers. They're about to beat the Clippers tonight. It's probably on right now. So. With that, we're probably just going to wrap it wrap up. Wrap it up so we can go watch this game. Watch the Laker game. All right, you've been listening to the Football Unfocused podcast. And with Lavelle, would you like to say one more thing? Um, good night, y'all, and go Lakers. There it is, the go Lakers. That's what I was looking for. Everybody have a good rest of your night and enjoy.